baseball bath. Our nights together are numbered. Tomorrow during bath time, I will be in section 106 on the first baseline with a good friend for my first and only baseball game of the season. In less than two weeks, I will be teaching new English words to an eclectic group of adults during bath time. I will ask the parents in the group about bath time with their babies. We are sitting in the late August, early evening sun. The wind has eased, the wind which swept loose hundreds of redwood seeds from the mighty tree in the past days. I collected them this morning while she watched from her rocker, Jojo the pup laying by her side. A bee came too close, and for a minute I watched her defenseless and unaware. Listen to my Red Sox on the radio, a few innings here and a few there, whenever I'm with the dogs, on a walk, the exercise bike, sweeping seeds from tall trees. Tonight we listen during bath time, bottom of the ninth inning, four to three cardinals. Usually we listen to music and sing to her while cleaning her nether regions. Natasha's Yankees beat the Mets. We've said this baby will have to compromise and be a Giants fan. We can share the NL. But tonight, she hears her first Red Sox game even without knowing the words. Betts swings, a drive, deep left field, going back, it's off the monster, one run scores, here's the throw, a play at the plate. Bradley scores, Red Sox win, Red Sox win. I shout happy sounds and turn off the game. She releases a celebration poop into the bath. What a way to begin. Carried in, carried out. Early morning drive. She relaxes into the snuggle seat. Minutes later, we arrive. Solano, North Berkeley, is two-thirds gray this Sunday. Carry her into the grit and grind of the upscale coffee shop. It's two bright, fake golden lights. Watch the old white couples now, sipping companions. Bypass the line in search of a pound, not flesh, merely dark roast. Grandpa's pound first. He turns and sees her a twinkle in his grandpa eyes. John Deere vest. Small talk of a long life. The six grandchildren. I wonder if his blue eyes would twinkle the same were she golden brown the honey-flavored skin that she may acquire running in the sun. We order our pound and our pumpkin bread. After paying, a few folks smile. Carry her out toward the closed door in my occupied hands. 
Older white male, 55 and lean, must be his morning run. Same destination, yet unaware of us, five feet away. He walks in. The door closes again. A small gesture of kindness lost. And a poet is inspired by oblivious privilege. The therapist isn't available. I don't believe everything happens for a reason, but I do believe in the cosmos, the limits of rationality, and I remain in wonder. During this, our first week of our newest chapter in which Mama leaves the house at 5.30 a.m., not returning until 2 p.m., and Papa keeps the baby alive with breast milk thawed from the freezer and formula that dissolves into nutrition. During this first week, the therapist, who I've been seeing for close to five years now, explains the availability of this new time, the one we'd scheduled to fit with baby care, won't work after today. As we discuss schedules, and possibilities of Skype sessions, I realize I've never needed a therapist less than I do right now, which is probably not the case for most first-time fathers who are now spending Mondays through Fridays caring for their newborn baby girl until the early afternoon. Our last two appointments didn't happen. I drove the half hour on both occasions only not to find him. He was strangely absent. Death intervened twice. First time, the suicidal thoughts of a patient with stage four terminal. My own minor concerns and existential ruminations seemed nothing if not trivial. In the moments after, I discovered the reason for his absence. Second time, an ill sister in Europe, another terminal illness, his last relative. Now I sit with him, and it feels like maybe the last time sitting with him. What a wonder and wonderful man to have helped me see how to let go and find patience where I used to hide my anger. Maybe this child, this ground I've been searching for is as solid as bedrock. Maybe the future is always going to be okay. Maybe the threat of nuclear war is always going to remain a threat.